Welcome to the Church Sound Podcast. I'm your host, Prentice Thompson, along with the pastor, Caleb Winley. We're here to help you get through Sunday. Was it too loud? Did, did you have feedback? Were the musicians too loud? Could you not hear the pastor? Well, we're here to help you with that. We provide audio solutions for all of your spiritual gatherings. So let's learn something. Right? Let's go. Yes, yes, yes. Welcome to another edition of the Church Sound Podcast. I'm your humble host, Prentice Thompson, along with the pastor. Yo, yo, yo. What's up, y'all? Pastor Caleb Winley. What's going on? Dude, y'all? you forgot your name, man. What's going on? You know, I don't know. Uh, yeah, one of them yeah, days. Yeah, 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 yeah. One of them one days. Of them days. Hey, listen, welcome to another edition of the Church Sound Podcast, episode number 17. 17. Almost graduated high school, baby. Bro. 17. Yo, All right. Yo, we're cooking with gas. Now. Cooking with gas. Hey, listen, before we get started, I'd like to thank um, our sponsor, Metro Podcast Studio, the hottest yes. podcast studio in New York City. Make sure you go check them out yep. at metropodcaststudio.com for your live streaming audio um, video needs um, located downtown Manhattan, 25th and Broadway. Make sure you go check them out. And um, I want to thank all of our new listen- listeners in Ireland. We went from two Ireland. listeners to 16. So I want you to know that we're paying right. attention and we really appreciate yeah. it. Today's topic, today's topic is a very healthy topic. <laughs> today's topic is the black church yesterday, today, and tomorrow. And for that call, I had I had I had to call on um the minister. Huh. I, I had to bring the minister into the fold. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, cats and dog, people of all ages, welcome to the welcome to the Church Sound Podcast. It's Minister Vinny Holmes. What's up? What's up? My brother from another mother, my brother Prentice Thompson. Yes, sir. And and his ride or die over there, brother Caleb. Yeah. No doubt. Man, welcome to the show. Really appreciate you taking your time to join us on this great endeavor as we cruise through Black Church yesterday, today, and tomorrow. It's a Mm. lot to be said about it, Um, especially in today's climate. Um, It's a a needed discussion, especially Mm -hmm. in the body and for the world abroad, because we are here to be salt. In order Mm -hmm. to be salt, we have to be savory. In order to be savory, we gotta yep. be effective, not affected by, yeah. but effective. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. As all our new listeners out there, we have to know that we have this segment called Sunday School. Okay, class is time. Time for Sunday no, School. I don't want you to go. Get me on. Come on, stop. Me. And um, so today we got three topics to pick from. Okay, gentlemen, y'all ready? Uh, this is kind of like Jeopardy. Yes, sir. It's kind of like All Black right. Jeopardy. Here we go. This is Black Church. This is Black, this is black Church. This is a Black Church segment. This kind of like this kind of like Jeopardy, bro. This kind of like Jeopardy. Uh oh. Uh oh. Okay. <laughs> I got three topics. You know. You know how y'all preachers do. Y'all go. I got. I got three. What y'all got? How y'all break that thing down, bro? <laughs> I got three points. I got three points. There it is. <laughs> no, no, you gotta go. I got three points. Three points. Yes. <laughs> Just give me three. 
<laughs> so here are our five three points. Number one, I got mm-hmm. a story to tell. Mm. Okay. Number okay. two, red carpet wood panel. Mm. Okay. Number three, and the Bible says, oh. mm. "Okay, I'll let y'all, I'll, I'll let y'all deliberate." <laughs> what you think, brother? What you think? Uh, well, I, I, I think that if we go with number three, that would be uh, too easy. <laughs> okay, would, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that'd be too easy. They expect it, so I think we should either okay. go one or two. What do you think? Mm, I'm, I'm leaning. I'm leaning more to two. Yeah, I think. I think I'm leaning to two. All right, bro. I'm, I'm following you. So it's on red carpet with panel. Red carpet with panel. All right, all right, all right, all right, all right. So this is black, this is black church. So not only black church is the scenery mm-hmm. in black church. Yes, yes, sir. Red carpet, wood paneling. I feel you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yes. That's my church. <laughs> <laughs> That's first back. Red carpet. Wood panels. Mm-hmm. Okay, so I'm at a um undisclosed location. Mm-hmm. Okay, and at this undisclosed location, I shall not name the name, but I was there as a uh, attendee, okay. and the um someone recognized me okay. as mm-hmm. a expert in audio of some sorts. Okay. And then therewith pulled me out of the audience to go help them with their sound. Which I didn't have in mind. I didn't have a problem. You know, I'm like, you know, okay, they recognize me. Okay, sure, let me help you out. They had some issues. It was going to be a quick fix. I thought it was going to be a quick fix. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's right. So, I, I, you know, <laughs> you know, I, I, you know, I surveyed the room. Like I said, red carpet, wood paneling. I surveyed the room. I surveyed the um, the audio equipment and I realized they ain't really have no audio equipment. What? <laughs> wow. What? So I said, I wow. said, well, let me see what you, they had like a, a mic mixer in a rack with the mics coming out of it. They had okay. two microphones for the for the for the lead singers, whoever's leading the choir. They had one microphone mm-hmm. for the pastor. Mm-hmm. And that's all they had. Mm. They had drums. They had an organ. They had a piano. Nothing mic. Nothing, nothing mic. So no, this this is this is where this is where the problem arised. They had a guest dance minister who brought oh, yeah. their mm-hmm. own music. Always, yes. Mm-hmm. They mm-hmm. didn't mm-hmm. have a cassette player. To play it. You said cassette? I mean, excuse no, me. You said a, cassette player. It should have been. She, she had a CD. A yes. CD. Okay. And they didn't have anything to play it in. Wow. They had no CD player. Wow. Right. Mm. I think I know so this church sometimes. <laughs> so <laughs> someone went to someone's office and got a CD player with a speaker on it. Mm. Grabbed one of the microphones that's right. From the singer, from the 
from the choir and put it to the speaker and put it oh. and it couldn't and it couldn't it couldn't stretch it didn't have a long enough cable so we had to sit the thing on the floor next to the dancer and every time she was dancing it would... oh gosh yeah yeah you can't make this up you can't make this, this up. up and i'm looking at them like hey, what y'all want me to do like mm. This, there's nothing I can do here. Uh, there's, there's nothing I can do. Nope, not at all. So, from my three points and then point number two, sir, um, Pastor Caleb, I'm going to bring you in for comments. <laughs> and um, you may you have the floor, sir. Well, my brother. You will know and understand that a lot of times we put our money into the red carpet and the wood paneling, but we say we've saved no money for speakers, no wiring, no training. I'm telling you, we 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 got all fifty of the women in the church singing in the choir. We got all the men doing deacon work. We got all the older people trying to be ushers. We ain't paying nobody to take care of what's really important. And that's a major problem in the black church. We don't see that as much in the white church. We spend a whole lot of time on the uh, the outside. We don't, we don't spend enough time on the person that's coming in that needs to hear the word, as well as, you know why they didn't have a CD player? Because they didn't, they didn't take into... Um, consideration that somebody wants to walk away with the CD. Mm. Somebody wants that word. Right. You know, that's I've, I've been part of those ministries where like, uh, does anybody does anybody get the CD after the pastor preaches? No, no. So yeah, yeah, I believe it, bro. I believe it. Red family. Amen. 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 So, since we're talking about black church, I think we need to um, Give it a definition, and I'm sure. going to call on one of my um, colleagues to bring okay. him in. But before we do so, I'm going to read the definition in my collegiate professor voice. The term "black church" refers to the body of churches that currently or historically are ministered in part predominantly African American congregations in the United States of America, as well as their collective traditions and members. The first African-American church was located in Savannah, Georgia, derived from the first black congregation in North America in 1773. What was happening in 1773? I digress. Anyway, so the other denominations would be the AME Church, which started back in 1787, mm-hmm. which, which was a split from the Methodist Church. Then you have the African yep. Methodist Episcopal Zion. Then you have the, the Christian mm-hmm. Methodist Episcopal Church. Then you have Kojic, Church of God in Christ, and you have Baptists all over the planet. So yeah. that is the definition or the history of Black Church. So before mm-hmm. I let my esteemed guests chime in on what Black Church is, can we go down history lane? Is that possible? Yeah, go ahead. I mean, I mean, yeah. y'all let me know if we can yeah. do it. Yeah, go no, ahead. No, let's do, can do it. Let's do that. Can, can yeah, we do yeah. it? We can do it. It's it's, it's a song about people. (laughs) You could enslave our bodies. 
but you couldn't enslave our spirit. Okay. history of oh yeah of the where gospel music started we all know it started in in hard times slavery times exactly. gospel music mm-hmm. so when it terms mm-hmm. of black church minister holmes what say you sir well i would say first thank you for taking us down that uh that road and i would dare say that you played our story Mm -hmm. our story because for so long the black church was the center of black culture yeah and the reason why it was the center of the black community the black culture is because in many ways the black church was the only place the only real place that people of color could have a voice in society Mm. You heard all those different messages. I mean, just because they had music behind them doesn't mean that they uh, that were they weren't messages. They weren't just music. They were voices. They were mm-hmm. they were stories. They they were testimonies. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. and as you said, it came. That music came out, and and the black church came out. In, in hard times, and they were not, when I say they, I'm talking about uh, America as a whole, was not allowing people of color to have a voice. Right. But you mm-hmm. can go into your church, a black person can go into their church, and where they were unimportant in the world, mm-hmm. they can be an usher who was important. They could be uh, a nurse. They could be on the trustee board. They could be a deacon or a minister. So the black church was the center and it, and it fed folk. Right. And we're still crying out now. We still need to be fed. Praise right. God. Right. Right. So I say that to, um, I see my, I see my nephew's about to pop up on the screen. <laughs> see my little nephew's about to pop up on the screen. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, this is going to be good TV. Oh, Lord. This is going to be good TV right here. So, yeah, bro, we got a rocket. Yeah. Oh, that's beautiful. So, just like you said, the black church was the, was the, was the, was the cornerstone of the, black, of the black community. 
Yes. Where or where you could be unimportant in the world and important amongst your people. Yes. Yeah. Leadership right. in leadership or just this in, in, in the pews. Even um <clears throat> even so many businesses were started in the church. Because mm-hmm. at that time you remember like most of the black communities were black communities. It was a black store. There was a black um, blacksmith. Exactly. Yes. So we, so we, it was still a segregated society at that time. And I, 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 I say, I would say that gospel music, it really shaped Christian music per se, when mm-hmm. it comes to far as, as far as America is concerned, um, the European side of mm-hmm. the, the music came from Europe, didn't come from here. Right. Europe. So gospel music is really the first American music here in the United States. And I would probably say gospel music out of all the Christian um, um, segments of the music, it's probably one of the only music where you can hear and feel pain in the music. Yeah. No, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Yep. yeah. You can so, feel the struggle. Yeah, the struggle. Right. Yeah. The heart of the matter is that it 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 bled into the music. Mm-hmm. It bled into the message. It bled into the the lyrics. Exactly. Yeah. You know what I mean. It bled into the yeah. lyrics. So let's talk about a very important instrument in the black church, and probably the most important instruments in the black church is the Hammond organ. Okay. The Hammond organ is one of the most important instruments in the black church. It was invented in 1934 by Lawrence Hammond. And most people don't know, I found this out, that the Leslie Cabinet, um, cabinet was, was invented by another gentleman named Don Leslie, and they were separate companies. Didn't know that. Oh, wow. Totally separate companies. <laughs> and, and Mr. Hammond didn't believe in the Leslie Cabinet and actually refused dealers from buying it, from selling it to having a Leslie cabinet in the store if he sold a Hammond. So what, what happened was wow. people would buy, they would put the Leslie Campus cabinets in a furniture store. So Don Leslie would sell his cabinets to furniture stores <laughs> that was near wow. music stores. So okay. the person would buy the Hammond, go up the street, buy the Leslie from a furniture store. Okay. <laughs> Get out of here. From, yeah, yeah. So to wow. illustrate, to further illustrate <clears throat> the mastery of the organ and its complexities and how and how it can be used, I am going to play something that you've probably seen on YouTube. I'm going to play like maybe a minute and a half of it. It's by the amazing okay. Mr. Corey Henry. Okay, now. It's at um, Melvin Crispa, his on his funeral. Uh-huh. And those who don't know Melvin Crispa was a master organist and a, um, a, a way above his time. People copy his style to this day. So take a listen.
Yes. Yes. The amazing Mr. Corey Henry. Oh, yes. Listen, let me tell you something. One of, I think my birthday, maybe about, maybe about six years ago, my great son, as a birthday present, took me to see Corey Henry and the Apostles down in the alphabets. Mm. Standing room only. Wow. He went on like one in the morning. He got off stage like three in the morning. And wow. one of the most amazing concerts I've ever been to. Just, just sheer brilliance. Um, those yeah. of our listeners out there, if you want to hear some, man, you want to hear some great playing, Corey Henry, yes. check him out. He's also played in a band called Snarky Puppies. Oh, check yes. Check him out. Amazing. Yes. Check okay. out Lingus. This is probably the, this, his signature tune. Um, but definitely check that out. So, like, you go to most churches, a lot of churches, they got a Hammond and a drum set. Sometimes they only got a drum set. That's sure. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And so because of the, because of the texture of the music, the texture of the instrument, it allows you to have so many different layers of sound and the the stretch exactly. you can give you. And someone who is who is who can, who's mastered the instrument, you know. That that just takes it to takes it to a whole another level. So, with that being said, mm-hmm. Minister Holmes, I got a question for you. All right, what is the relationship? What do you what do you think the importance of the relationship of your the minister audio team slash head engineer? I would say this. I've I've had some experience being the head engineer. Wasn't trained to be the head engineer. (laughs) (laughs) Wasn't supposed to be the head engineer. But because I had the most experience around equipment. Right. I was drafted into that position. And what was funny was, not only was I the head engineer, but when I got to the current church I'm at, they had their equipment up on the same stage as the pulpit. So I would be in the pulpit. Wait, wait, wait. Hold up. Rewind. Come back now, Selector. (laughs) Where's their head? Why go on? You say they have equipment on the stage. On the stage. They had the the little (laughs) mixer. The controlling mixer it was a small mixer. Jesus Christ! Hey. It was on the pulpit, right behind the <laughs> chair. I would sit. Oh my God. Yes. So when you ask me what the relationship is, I have to first ask you if we're talking about a professional engineer, or you know, listen. Pastor Caleb will tell you, we all learned very early in ministry that God's army is a volunteer army. Mm, uh, yeah. Am I right, Pastor? You're absolutely right. God volunteered with no money. It's a volunteer <laughs> army. 
And when those older saints start looking at you and saying, if you, if God gave you the gift to be able to do it, if he gave you the anointing to be able to run that machine, nobody else can run it. We need you to run it. Mm. So I believe that the, that the audio engineer and the minister, they have to both have the same spirit of service to the kingdom of God. Okay. From there, then we can start breaking down the, the who tos and the why what's and then the how for's. But even a great engineer with the credentials and the professional skills, if he or she is working in the church, and it's just a gig to them. They don't have that spirit of service to the kingdom. I guarantee you, there'll always be issues between that person and the ministers. So let me ask you this. I've worked, I've been at churches, worked in churches where that was not the case. I've, 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 I've mixed at churches where they hired a team Yes. Hire the audio team to come do come do it. Yes. And have a great engineer. Yes. Knock it out the box. Knock it out the park. Gotcha. I've been in situations where it was complete reverse. So mm. I would probably disagree in this sense. I would disagree in this sense. If the engineer is an excellent engineer and has a has a better sometimes they'll have a better understanding of what's going to happen before it happens they'll I agree. Better, they have a better understanding of what should happen if this happens they'll have a better understanding of texture timbre layering and you may have the, the spirit field brother over here who doesn't know how to push the level up so i think i heard it best from td jakes td jakes said and I and I was I, and actually engineered this conference. He said, "I'd rather have a guy who's unsaved and know how to work the camera than the guy that's saved and don't know how to work the camera. Because at, even if this guy is not saved and he's working the camera, I still got an opportunity to minister to him." Amen. Amen. Thank you for sharing that. I got you. I got you. And there's so truth. There's some truth to that. Yeah, but you was gonna say something? No, no. I was, I was just gonna say, and I think with Prentice, with, with you sharing that, I understand what you mean. I guess I just, I guess what I mean to say, I should have qualified it and said that being in the things that I've experienced, I found that at least if there was a willing spirit, we can get to a level where at least the word of God can go forth mm-hmm. and the people can hear right. the message. Right. And you've experienced much more than myself where, you know, you walked into the place and the equipment was so bad. But not just the equipment, but the perception of what could happen Man. was so bad. Yes. You know what I'm saying? Yes. The perception. I've been in places where they had everything and nothing at the same time. Whew. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Had, 
had everything and nothing. This is what I mean. I've been in churches where they had the best microphone, the the best mixer, the best speakers, the, the best everything, the best choir microphones, everything sounded like crap because they didn't have a licensed driver. And this no. is, and I'll explain it to you this way. This is what happened, and I and I and I share this. I share this in 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 in, in one of in my, one of my new books, "Be Invisible." When you go for your license, what's the first thing you when, when you first decide you want to drive? What happens? What's the first thing you do? You have to take a test first. Permit and that will be your permit. Learner's permit. Learner's yes, got to take a test yeah. for a learner's permit, right? Yes. Yeah. Okay. So after you get your learner's permit, now what's the next stage? You have to take have lessons, to driving lessons. Yeah. You take yeah. Okay, that's two steps. Okay, okay, okay. I'm preaching. I'm yeah. preaching now. Watch out now. Watch out. I'm in your backyard, bro. I'm in your backyard. <laughs> so, so, okay, what's point number three? Mm. Point number three is, okay, you start test driving. Yes. Test. Then you take your driving test. That's point four, right? Right. That's point four. Then you get your license. That's point five. Okay. So just because you have a license, does that mean you're a good driver? No. That means you're still an amateur driver. In order to become a qualified driver, what do you have to do? You have to drive. drive. Right. So... I say this if you are a church and you have everything you need as far as your equipment is concerned and just and your, and your sound is horrible from Sunday to Sunday to Sunday what you need is training so someone could take you from the learner's permit get you through that test get you to the take you to, to the driving lessons get you to pass the driving tests get you to now get a license and now teach you how teach you how to drive in the real world because we all know when you take your driver's test that's not the real world why because has anyone ever took everyone took a test drive and you got your license and had to get on the highway no I didn't what state were you in and who was your teacher because he's a he's a fact no was it this is like a driving instructor yeah, yeah, for the parks department. Sure, on the highway, bro. A driving instructor from so the, like, the city. Okay, that's great. Yeah. That's great. <laughs> that that's an anomaly because most times you don't get on the highway until you get your own whip. Mm. True. So true. You know what I'm saying? So, so my question to you, um. And you both can both you both both of you guys can answer this question. What has been your audio challenges when visiting a church as a guest minister? Go ahead, Pastor, take that. Um, I think one of the biggest challenges has been the uh, the inability for the person that's running the media department to 
actually have a grasp upon what's the next step okay i got this person coming in this is not the this is not the normal person this is not past the speaking so what do i do to help this person really get the word out there and, and a lot of times you don't know the next step because it's unfamiliar territory mm. this person is unfamiliar but if i've been trained and a lot of times you go into churches again you find no training if I've been trained, it's, that's that's common knowledge. It doesn't matter who comes in. I know how to tweak. I know how to fix. I know how to set. I know all that. But that's been one of the greatest issues that I've had in going to other ministries. And then just the whole how to process me through through the entire message. How to take me through it when I if, if if I go up. If there needs to be music being played, all of those things they become hindrances because they're not used to this new face, this new voice, and this new temperament right. that's, that's now speaking. You know? Right. Yeah. Will you yeah. say, will you say, um, Minister Vinny? I would say simply giving the members, the congregation, what they usually get from their pastor because they, they know their pastor's voice. They know their pastors cadence they they understand what that mic sounds like when their pastor preaches right now you come you don't have that same kind of voice just like uh pastor caleb said and dare i say even caring enough mm. to make the guest preacher sound good mm. not just loud or soft but sound good, caring enough to actually go to the EQ. <laughs> because that mic is set for the pastor. And here comes these other preachers and, you know, hoping that you have someone back there professional enough and caring enough to try to make you sound the best you can sound for that congregation to get the best they can get out that message. Mm. God's message. Mm. Mm. I would probably say um, <clears throat> I can speak from my experience as being an engineer is that when you're dealing with different voices it's kind of like finding the right pair of shoes for the feet of the person that you're, you're trying on shoes it's like microphones you're trying on like you're testing microphones you're trying on you're trying on shoes see which one fits so I want to give you an example of what I would say to a guest minister. And I kind of want, we're going to do some role play with, um, with Minister Vinny and I'll be the audio engineer and I'm greeting you. All right. You first walk in, I'm greeting you. And this is, this, this, this is, this will be the conversation I would have with a guest minister. Ready, Vin? Is he stuck? Is everyone stuck? Everybody there? I'm here. Everything I said? A little bit. No, last thing I heard was what you would say. Okay. So we're going to do a role play about what I would say if you were the guest minister coming to a church where I was the engineer and this is the conversation I would have with you. And so you just act like that minister. 
How you doing? How you doing, Pastor, Minister, Vinny? How you doing? My name is Brother Prentice Thompson. I'm the engineer here. Um, I understand that you're preaching this morning. Um, I just want to know what type of microphone do you like? Would you like a handheld microphone or would you prefer a lapel microphone? Brother Thompson, pleasure to uh, meet you this morning. Thank you for asking because no one usually asks that question. I like to hold the mic, so I'd rather have a handheld mic. You'd rather have a handheld okay, mic. Great. So, um, so we have wedges on the stage. Like, what type of volume do you like your voice in the monitor? What do you want to hear in your monitor? Do you want to hear the music in your monitor? Do you want me to remove the music in your monitor? Do you say, uh, do I want a little bit of piano, a little bit of organ, no drums? Like, what do you want to hear in your monitor? Give me the full blast. I want all the music. I okay. want it to sound. I, I, I just want to be in the mix. I tend to uh, get a bit hype and a bit excited okay. when the okay. spirit hits. Okay. So be be ready. Start me lower than higher. Okay. Because I tend to get a lot stronger. Okay, so this is what I'm going to do. Being that we don't have time to do a, an official sound check with you. So when you first go up, what I'm going to try to do, what I'm going to do is I'm going to start EQing your voice. So your voice is going to sound a little different as I go. I'll probably get it right within the first two minutes and I'll, and I'll pinpoint your timbre and your texture. And what I'll do is since you're saying that you, you're a dynamic speaker, what I'll do is I'll set my compression level. So this way your level will always remain the same, no matter how loud or how soft you get. Now, what I would probably say, if you want more in your monitor, just look at me and it's do this. Give me a little bit more. Just give me some hand signals. And, and, and if everything's fine, this inside of you, you ain't got to do this to me. You can just say, I'll see it. If you need me to bring it down a little more, just do this. Just bring me down a little bit more. This way, this way, it's not distracting to the audience. No one knows you're talking to me. I'm, I'm, I'm going to have my eyes on you the entire time you're ministering, sir. And I want to make sure you're comfortable. If anything you need from us, please let us know. Um, our assistants here can have you need anything, water, anything you may need in the meantime. But once you hit that stage, I guarantee I have you. And, um, if anything you need beforehand, um, we're going to make sure that you're great and that you're going to be able to minister comfortably. If you have any questions, please ask them. Amen. You, you, you believe alleviated all my, uh, thoughts, but I would say this, please don't squash me too tight. Cause I like to try to get a little soft every now and then just okay. so that I can bring it up a little higher um, at the end of the sermon. Awesome. Awesome, sir. Well, thank you. Um, anything else I could do for you at this time? Uh, no, that'd be fine. I appreciate you. Thank okay, you. Okay. So what I'm going to do is um, they're going to take you to the back and, and get you comfortable. And um, like I said, if you, anything you need from me, just let me know. Thanks a lot. I'm going to tell your pastor, we're going to take you with us. <laughs> <laughs> we need you with us. <laughs> so, so. That's nice. So, Pastor Caleb, can you describe what just happened? Well, the first thing that took place was you introduced yourself. Uh, the second thing was you also was able to introduce the type of microphone. You also gave the speaker um, the understanding that I'm here for you. Uh, you know, yes, we have a pastor, but I'm here to serve you, whatever your need is. In other words, you gave you gave uh, Brother Vinny the ability to put his 
his thoughts at ease. He can focus mm-hmm. on. I just I can minister the word. This brother's got me. You know, and you and you was professional. You didn't. You didn't. Well, well, the, the you know you wasn't stumbling. You knew exactly what what he needed. You told him what the, how long it was going to take for you to even get him to a place where he should be comfortable. And you also let him know that you no, know, even though things may change, I'm with you the entire time. And that that doesn't come if you've never been trained. That's right. That just doesn't happen. You know, you have to be trained to do that. You know, and so that's that's very important. And that's you know, we're not picking on the black church, but unfortunately, we have fallen behind in that specific area for many of our churches, unfortunately. So what would you say, just kind of go back to the, outside of the technical aspect of it, going back to the the title of the show, I'm really loving seeing my nephew. I have not been able to hold him at all. (laughs) So it's really good for being able to see him. Um, What do you think the future, when it comes to technology, of the black church, when you look at it yesterday, today, and tomorrow, as far as technology is concerned, like what, where do you, where do you see it going? What do you think needs to happen? Can I speak? Yes, sir. Please do. I, I tell you what, I, even as we, I, even as we're recording um, this podcast right now, uh, they are upgrading the equipment at my church to be ready for um, streaming on a uh, Sunday sun, Sunday basis. And one of the things that I see ha- getting ready to happen, I believe, is that the same way we had tapes and they got rid of tapes, I believe that the technology... It may not be in our lifetime. It may be, but I think it's going to get so personal that it'll be like uh, going to a drive-in theater, drive-in movie, where we won't even see speakers. Mm. I believe we'll get to the point where it'll be personal wear that people in the church could share, and there won't even be speakers. Everybody will be in their heads. Mm-hmm. Uh, Prentice, you can speak to that better because you're the expert in terms of selling stuff. It, it may be it's on the horizon happening. already. It's already happening. Oh gosh, it's already That's happening. It's and, and it's and it's been happening in the secular world for I want to say four or five years. Where they have silent parties. Oh, they have silent parties. Yeah, yeah. You come into the party, you get a pair of headphones. That's what yeah. I see. Yes, and you have yeah. silent parties. The crazy thing is how weird it looks when you don't have the headphones on. You just hear people just bounce. You know, just you're yes. like, what the heck? What are they listening to? But you got a hundred people with with a pair of headsets on that's glowing and blinking and mm-hmm. so I I could definitely see that. I, I see that in um there's a company called Listen Technologies where they have a system whereby you can that was one of the worst words. Well, where, whereby, whereby <laughs> shout out to Wolf Williams. Whereby we're at us. Yeah, yes. So um whereby you can you can use your cell phone as the conduit for like um 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 if you need a hearing aid, 
Okay. Or, so I forget, I'm losing my train of thought. So, so you come into the church. They have an app. You get the app. You punch it to the app. You put your headphones in, and what's happening at the console? They have a box where you're sending you're sending a separate feed to that box, kind of like your live stream or your DVD or CD feed or mm-hmm. feed monitor. Same thing. But all they do is get to go into the app, put their headphones in, and hear the whole service. I, there it is. Yeah, that I I definitely see that happening because we uh, we had a drive-in um, service two Sundays, two three Sundays ago. Wow! And we, our parking lot, praise God, is large enough, so we had the service, and then they were able to just tune into a certain FM radio, and they mm-hmm. were in their cars. Oh yeah! And it was like driving service. Yeah, FM transmitter. Yeah, 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 transmitter. Yeah. yeah. So when I saw that, we experienced that. I said it won't be long before people will just use some type of headphone or whatever, mm-hmm. and we won't even need monitors. We won't even need speakers. What'd you say, man? <laughs> you heard him, right? <laughs> <laughs> you want to be on TV, huh? Start yeah. early. This guy here, boy. I tell you. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I think I think I don't think speakers are totally go away, but I think that it's leaning towards that way in the sense yeah. that we're on our devices anyway. You know what I mean? We're on our devices regardless. So I I, I definitely see that just like it went from it went from cassette eight track to cassettes to CDs. To, to to download MP3s, MP3s, yeah, yeah, MP3s yeah, yeah. yes, it just changes yeah. the way you 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 digest the information, and the technology yeah. of the day drives the information. And dare we talk about the implants? Yeah. Mm. When the day of the implants come, wow! The same way people listen to Bluetooth, but the implants will be the, be in. Wow. Wow. I know. Yeah. Wow. That's coming. That's coming. Wow. It's already here, bro. The implants, and now you are you are you're not even hearing anything else. It's just directing to your implants. That's gonna be nuts. I don't think I ever do that, but <laughs> I, <know. laughs> I don't think I'll. Yeah, yeah, I'm not getting in line for that one. Sorry, I'm pretty sure some people already got it. But <laughs> so, what's what say you, Pastor Caleb? I think one of the things that um, that needs to take place uh, and seeing how things are going to change, I think I think one thing I've noticed uh, is that and you, you, you brought it up how technology is so important, but a lot of times you have we still have the tradition in the Black Church. We still have yeah. individuals, uh, the mothers, the the you know the, the moms and the, the the elder fathers of the church. But they have not made the crossover to where technology is taking taking its root right now. Technology is happening with the younger generation. They're the ones that understand a lot of what we're talking about and even can embrace it better. And I think that that needs to take place as well as that that crossover where you stop just using your phone to make one phone call a day and you use it. You can utilize <laughs> it. Uh, you know what I'm saying? 
you utilize your phone now, instead of you having a smartphone that makes you look like a dummy, they can teach you how to make that smartphone work and Alexa and all these other things mm -hmm. that we keep saying, you know, and I, and I believe that, that, that those are going to be vehicles, even like, like we said, they're already happening, but those are other vehicles where you will be able to connect with the word of God and with, with truth that, um, that just, uh, that, that makes your life better. You know, and I know that a lot of churches are getting those um, assisted, uh, I, I think it was assisted, assisted headphones, assisted, assisted listening devices. Mm -hmm. A lot of churches have those now for the, the, the elderly that come in and even for those that are on the spectrum. They have to wear assisted devices in order to hear and understand, you know. And so right yeah. now it is <laughs> right now it is illegal if you have if you're mm -hmm. you have a a a um an audience of over 50 people you have to provide assisted li assisted listening yep wow. you have to you have it's, to a, right. it's a mandate yeah yeah it's a yeah. mandate yeah. now so a person uh, so an official could actually come into your church and shut your church down if you yeah. don't provide it well, we got to step it up man we got to step it up and sadly, it, it may sound complicated to some churches, but it's 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 really not. It's, it's really simple. It's really, really simple. And it's really, really yeah, simple. And if right. you need some more information, definitely hit us up at invisibleministry.com. Go to invisibleministry.com. Hit us up. Go to the email. Leave your email and someone will get back. Someone will get back in touch with you. We can definitely assist you with that. That's that's a that's a that's a that's a very, very easy fix. So with that being said, I think we covered a lot. I think we've covered the history. We covered yesterday. We've covered today. We've covered tomorrow. But what I want to do now, I want to take us back in time. Uh-oh. Take us back in time. Not even, not even time like the time machine. I'm talking about you know when the church the church service is about to end. Mm -hmm. You know, any musicians is playing, and you just, you know, the musicians is jamming. <clears throat> Let's do that. Welcome to the Church Sound Podcast. Episode 17, we want to thank our, our illustrious guest, Minister Vinny Holmes. This is high sound. Your hands yeah. clapping. All right. All right. Nothing like some bad musicians that know how to take it home. Come on now, ain't nothing like what? some bad. Right. First of all, right, first of all, I I think you know who that is, Vinny, Lauren Dawson. Oh man, 
That's Lauren Dawson's. That's Lauren Dawson's church band up, up at his church out in Jersey. Those of know who don't know who Lauren Dawson is, like bitch, oh, Dawson, one of the baddest dudes you ever seen play keyboard. He he toured with everybody, but when it comes to that, comes to that gospel, but he anything. He, he played anything. for our brother's wedding. He played for Anthony's well, wedding. Yeah, he played for Anthony's wedding. Yes, he did. Did a lot of work for him on 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 the, on the Big Fish compilations that we did with okay, him. Yes. So um, hey, listen, if anybody want to get in touch with you, Mister Mister. Minister Vinnie Holmes, how can people get in contact with you, sir? Oh, very simply, very simply. You know what? Have them contact you because you you got your foot all up in the stuff. And it's very simple. It's very simple. Or they can go to uh, First Baptist Church of Spring Valley on Facebook. First Baptist Church of SV on Facebook. As awesome. well as on YouTube, yes. But awesome, awesome. There it is. Awesome. So we want to thank uh, my esteemed brother, Minister Vinnie Holmes. God bless you. Yeah. God bless you. This was a thank great you. conversation. Pastor Kate. I enjoyed it. Make sure I'm going to a call and response to all the listeners out there. Make sure you do three things for me. Either you share it, yeah. subscribe. That's right. And then listen again. Listen <laughs> <laughs> again. That's it. That's it. Thank you. As always, a part of me say, keep God first in everything you do. Everything you do. See you next time on the church. Sound. Sound. Podcast. Yes, sir. Bless you. Later.